people will just pop in. So today I'm going to get a little heavy. This is not like Thursday show. Okay, Thursday show. <laughs> Thursday's our fun show. And I did have fun Thursday. Thursday was a really good topic that pivoted here and there, but today we're going we're going we're going to get serious. So today I want to talk about saying the quiet pout excuse me, the saying the quiet part out loud. Um and the quiet part is outing fear of change. And there's a lot that's been going on in the world um, in the last couple of years, last, just, just a lot, 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 lot going on. And when I say saying the quiet part out loud, um, for some of you who, who have been on my uh, podcast or know me personally, you guys know that I am willing to talk about anything. I think that you should um, talk about things um, because not to get into arguments or fights or whatever, but just to to discuss them. If you uh, disagree, you disagree. If you don't, you don't. Um, but there's a lot of things that's been going um, on lately, and a lot of it is 
out of fear. People don't want change. When you see things that have been happening that has been status quo, and this is just my opinion, guys, I'm not endorsing anyone. I'm not, you know, sticking up for anyone, whatever. This is my own personal uh, opinion. Um, when things have been status quo for a while, people get used, used to it. But then when something comes along to rock the boat, no matter what it is, um, people get, get nervous. And people start saying things where, again, my opinion, where people um, start to fear, fear things. And one thing that I think that this country is, is doing is we're fearing a lot of things, a lot of things to the point where, you know, um, we're, we're hurting people. We've been hurting people. You know, um, people have been getting hurt in this country for years and 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 years, in my opinion, because of fear. You guys can disagree with me. You can agree with me, you know, but, um, you know, where does it stop? Do we keep doing things that will perpetuate the, the, the fear? I'm talking about in terms of our actions, um, you know, just in terms of, of the way we you know, treat other people, the things that we say, the things that we, we, we do. Um, but again, you know, I am saying the quiet part out loud. I am, I am going to say what people are probably saying behind closed doors. You know, people will say a lot of things um, on social media when they don't have to face, uh, face anyone, you know, face to face. People are real good on um, uh, saying things about people. Um, but when it comes to actually doing something, they don't want to do it. I don't know how many times I've heard people complain, you know, about certain things. And I say, well, why don't you run for office? Oh, well, no, 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 whatever. Or, you know, um, I don't like the way the, the, the teacher's doing this or, you know, uh, my, my my friend, you know, she's doing this. And why does she do this? Well, why don't you tell her? Or why don't you tell them? Oh, well, oh, no, 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 no. Well, they're standing right there in front of you. Why don't you say, oh, no. You know, then they don't say anything. And I think social media has allowed society to say whatever the hell they, they want. And no one seems to be accountable. No one seems to be accountable for the things that they say because they're hiding behind this, this you know, I, iPad or um, uh, computer uh, whatever. Brina, hey, welcome. Um, so I'm saying the quiet part out, out, out loud. I'm, I'm going to say what a lot of people don't want, want to say. And I've, and over the years, I've gotten in, into trouble for it. I mean, I had someone who, who got on me so hard a, a couple of months ago over something that I didn't think, think that I did to this day. I, 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 I still don't. But the hypocrisy of it all, you know, when, when we fuss at other people and we say things about other people, all of us, me, you, everyone, we have to look within ourselves to see, well, we're talking about this person, but are we doing the same thing? Are we acting the same, the same way? Um, what do our actions show? So, you know, don't, 
don't tell me that there are more important things to worry about in the, in this world. And maybe I should worry about the homeless. Well, I do worry about the, hom the homeless. I worry about a lot of people and I practice what I preach, but do, do other people. So, um, hey, 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 Blunt, Ninja and Shorty, hey. Um, so, again, this this show is, you know, like I said, it's going to be a, 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 a deep show. Um, but just what has happened over the weekend and just what has been happening in this country, it, it to me, it is, it is sickening. It is sickening. No matter what side of the aisle you fall on, no matter... If you know your political party, if you're a cat lover, dog lover, if you, you know, uh, like purple over green or whatever, um, we need to figure out how we're going to get back on, on 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 track. Because, in my opinion, we're out of control, and a lot of that control that we're losing is out of fear. People don't want change. They don't like change or they're afraid, you know, of if, if, if we allow this, then, oh, my God, what is what is going going to happen? Um, things cannot stay status quo forever. Things evolve. We evolve in our lives. We if you're if you're in a relationship, they evolve. Um, everything evolves. Shows evolve. Um you know, uh, a friend of mine who we're on, we were talking about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills yesterday, and we're on two different teams. And we were like, you know, this season was just a, a train wreck. They need a new cast. You know, things do evolve. Do you change things up um, to make things better? Um, so... That's, that's, I'm sorry, I just hit, hit, hit the microphone. So um, that's what I have to say. So if anybody wants to jump on or, or push back on me or tell me I'm talking crazy and, and crazily, welcome. I'm sorry, I did not formally welcome you. Welcome you. Uh, so welcome. Um, so you guys think I'm wrong? Do you think I'm talking out of my rear? I mean, I would like to know what you, you guys think. Anybody? And I thank everyone for liking the show. And see, everyone is saying hello to each other. Okay, that's cool. So, anybody? Anybody, anybody? <laughs> when I get my more serious shows, nobody wants to say anything. But that's cool. That, 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 that's cool. You know, but I, I would like to know, um, do you think, do you guys think that people fear change? Okay. Mama Bear says yes. Um, and Blunt says, says yes. <laughs> Crazy lady says, God, yes. I mean, you know, I mean, but is it, uh, Bobby is yes, Shorty's yes. I mean, but is it because you're afraid or they're afraid or whomever is afraid of their way of life 
is going to to change or they think that their way of, of life is 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 going to to change you know um and and i'm and you know a couple weeks ago i did a show on 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 book banning well having you know this particular book over that particular book in the school library is that really going to hurt someone is the whole world going to fall apart um you know everyone's talking about freedom and 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 democracy and things like that don't we still have free will we can choose not to read this book we can choose not to have our kid participate in this in this class you know if if you don't want to if your friends are going to the movies and you don't want to see a particular movie um you can choose to stay home don't we still have choices Brina says, yes, people uh, get in, into their, their comfort zone and humans are creatures of habit. Yes, they are. Some people think so. Uh, crazy lady says, uh, yes. And crazy lady says, for some, change is scary because it's a change of, of their lives. And Bobby says, we all have choices. But crazy lady, is it really a change of your life? I mean... When you think about it, yes, we have laws that could change your life. Yes, you know, things happen that do change your life. But for some of the things that that we argue over and we fight over, are they really life-changing um, circumstances? You know, and again, I, I, I go back to books. Is it a life-changing circumstance if you allow this particular book to, to be read or you don't allow this particular book? Um, because if we conduct ourselves over fear, what's going to come next? You have, we, we're already burning, I mean, we're already banning books. Are we going to be burning them next? I mean, what are we doing? Hey, crazy lady. Welcome. Welcome. Daniel, welcome. You say like, can one book make a difference? Well, yeah, in a way it can. I mean, look at the Bible. I mean, for like how many years that the common people weren't allowed to read the Bible. Right. But what, what I'm saying, but. I, I guess what, what I mean is by you, by allowing people to read the Bible, was the whole world going to blow, blow up because you people, because you were allowing people to read the, the, the Bible. That is what I mean. Well, no, I mean, the world's going to continue on, but for some people, I mean, it's like, Oh my God, the world's going to end at any second because you know, something, you know, is being done that they don't like being done. So, um, Okay, and then Bobby says, I don't read, re read the Bible. No, so, and crazy lady, you know, that's what I'm talking about. You know, Bobby says he doesn't read the Bible. That's his choice. So shouldn't we, you know, instead of fearing everything, um, we can choose not to participate in, in things. We can choose not to, to do things. So I, I, I just see that a lot of people are, are living their life out of fear as opposed to 
you know, instead of worrying about the person who's moving into your neighborhood and the person who's living ne next door, Crucible, welcome. Why don't we get to know the person next door? Why don't we get to know them? You know, just because, you know, they're wearing a, um, I know I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly, just because they're wearing a, 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 a hajib on their head or, you know, um, they pray differently from us. Okay, so is your day not going to be the same just because the person next door to you is wearing a scarf around around their head? So that's what what I mean by you know is is one book going to change something? Um, we have choices, and you know life still goes goes on. Welcome solo, and welcome. Um, Juju and Mama Bear says, I love the, the, the smell of books. So do I, um, uh, Ma Ma Mama Bear. I love the smell of books when I go in, into the library and when I go into a, a bookstore, the bookstores that are still around. Uh, let's see. Oh, everyone's saying hello to each other. Hello, hello, hello. Okay. So, um, so crazy late. Let me ask you this. Do you think that people, um, are ever going to get over their fear of change? Probably, probably there's always going to be people that are going to fear, you know, stupid stuff instead of, you know, because I think that's human nature. I mean, I would love to think that, you know, eventually people would, you know, stop like fearing other people and, you know, having all this division over the most stupidest stuff, you know? You would think that we would kind of get to that point. But, but it all starts with us. Right. Yes, so that's, that's what I was going going to say. So don't you think that we have to be the catalyst to Absolutely. stop that? Absolutely. But do you think that that's ever going to happen? Well, I, I want to say it's happening now because, like, you know, every person that makes a conscious choice to say, okay, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to be, you know, open and, you know, whatever. Okay. I like to think that it's in the change, but we can't see ourselves in the change because we are in the midst of us changing, I guess. Okay. So do you think that change will be all, um, all, um, what's that word I want to use? Um, do you think change will slowly creep around the globe where it's a good thing, where people see that that person's not so bad just because they practice this re re religion that's not so bad just because you know we shouldn't assume that just because you're in a particular group that you are going to blow up an, an airplane or you're going to rob a bank or you know you're going to you know uh you know rob me if you're walking down um, down the street are we ever going to get to the point where we don't look at different groups and assume certain yes. things I okay. would say absolutely, you know, because I have faith in 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 humankind. Okay. It hasn't been, you know, drug out of me yet. So I, I think there's still hope, you know, because I've changed. You know, and okay. if I can change, anybody can change. This okay. Is my philosophy. Okay. All right. You're uh you're you're more more positive than than, than me because I'm when it comes to human uh, nature at, at this point I mean I will say I'm I'm more of a cynic because you know I, I I see just a lot of things that are going on that 
you know, are not nice. But then again, I see other good things that are going on that make me say, well, maybe, maybe you should change, uh, change, change your mind about something. Then something will happen. I'm like, oh, you know, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, do you think that people, um, and again, I say saying the quiet part out, out loud, that people will say things inside their homes or to other people. And when they have the choice to voice it, to say it, to possibly make that change, they don't do it. And why don't they do it? Why, why do you say, oh, no, I don't, I'm not going to say anything. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do it. But yet you go back home and, you, you know, you get on the phone with, with, with your friends and you talk about it or, you know, you go to the barbershop and the guys are sitting around and you're talking about it in your little, your little group, whatever. But when you have an opportunity to openly say it, you don't. Why do you think people don't say it out loud? I think it's because they're scared of being different from others, you know? They don't want to be that what, that odd man out in the crowd that, you know, stands up and says, hey, okay, it's like there's only one Martin Luther King. You know, he, he was a person that, you know, probably, I mean, they, they killed him for it, for his beliefs and stuff, and he stood up, you know? There's going to be people that are going to be like, will stand out and say hey this is wrong or whatever and but for the most part yeah people they tend to go like like the herd of animals like sheep they just follow along because they don't want to you know cause any you know rifts or whatever you know it's it's, it's interesting um uh, that you say that because i was talking um um uh to someone uh the other day where I, I I said I don't mind being that person. I will be that one person who who will stand up. I will be that one person who raises their hand, or I or doesn't whatever. I don't care if I'm the only one because I'm not going to compromise myself or not do something that I don't want to do, you know, just because um, everyone else isn't doing it or everyone else is. I mean, there have been many times when, you know, I have been the only one raising my hand, the only one standing up. Um, I've gotten a reputation on a job that I had that was um, that was negative, you know, but I was the only person um, standing up. But then I also noticed that people would say, hey, you know, why don't you say whatever? And it's like, well, why don't, well, why don't you, 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 you say it? So I stopped being that person who, like, especially if I was, you know, sticking up for myself or sticking up for um uh uh when my son was in 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 regular school some of the you know parents didn't like something that the principal was was doing and i would be that parent who was like well hey then i realized that you know you all not gonna say anything i started going to the principal's office and speaking one-on-one -on -one for my own kid and and my son was able to do things that other uh, uh kids weren't and they were like well how come you're able to do it and the principal said, well, she came in and she talked to me. And they were like, well, you couldn't talk for all of us? No. You speak up for your own kid. You know, was that wrong of me? I don't think uh, think so. I was the spokesperson for so, so long. Let let, let, let let someone else do it. Now, I decided to speak up for, for, for myself. But uh, crazy lady, I do believe that you're absolutely right, that people are afraid of being the only one raising their hand, the only one doing whatever, and they go along with the crowd. But are you happy? 
when you go along with the crowd, are you happy? Are you happy with the decision that you made just because everybody else 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 was? Welcome, D. And welcome, YNB. You know, because I I wonder the people who are raising their hands. Do you all really want to? Or do they really want to raise their hands or are they just doing it because they're looking around saying, well, those people over there about to raise their hands. So I'm going to raise, uh, raise my, my hand, too. I mean, then you have people who don't want to be the first one to raise their hand or, you know, so I don't know. I, I, I just think that we need to stop saying the quiet part out, out loud and start speaking up. But that's just uh, just me. Okay, let me look at some of these comments. Um, let me see. Okay, Brina says, for some it will happen. You have to step outside of your comfort zone to grow. I agree. Um, Brina also says it breaks down to personal preference in terms of changing. We are all in different stages. I agree with that. Black Ninja says, when things aren't going well in my life, I know it's time to make changes, whether it be relationship, job, haircut. I agree with that. Uh, Juju says, agree with you, Brina. Da, da, da. Thank you, everyone, for liking the show. Uh, Bobby says, to blunt ninja relationship, I'm not sure, but having a job, that is important. You don't think, Bobby, you don't think that when a change is needed in a relationship or something, you know, that you may not make the change in changing up the person you're with, but you don't think that maybe you need to look at the relationship and see how things can be done differently? Mama Bear, um, have a good good day and happy birthday to to your son. Um, see, Blunt says, Bobby, if you're unhappy in a friendship or romantic relationship, you, sh you shouldn't stay. I uh, agree with that. Uh, see, Bobby says, I don't need a haircut because I'm getting old. Okay, uh, not just old, just more distinguished. Yes. You know, my dad used to tell me, he says, you know what? You have to stand up for yourself because no one's going to stand up for you. You know, no one lives and, in your head but you. And I be, be, believe that. I mean, I do believe that we have people who will stand up for, it, it's seemingly standing up for you, but no one can really stand up for you but you. So, yes, I, I, I agree with that 100%. So, Okay, so then, then, crazily, let me ask you this. So the people who don't say anything, the people who stay silent, should they blame you if, let's say, um, you go to the PTA meeting and you say everything that you want to say? Should they blame you if they say, well, crazy, how come you didn't bring up this? How come you didn't bring up this? I mean, because that's what I see. I see the people who, who are silent are still blaming other people because, well, you should have said this. Well, why didn't you do this? Well, why didn't they? That's exactly. <laughs> I like if you uh, well, look at if you don't say anything, then you, then you know what? Don't be blaming when things don't go your way. Right. Right. No, when that one person that did did stand up and say something and their voice got heard and things went their way and that isn't the way you wanted it, well, then you know what? You should have said something at the time because check it out. You must have been okay with it because you just stood there like, you know, a mouse. Right, 
Right. So, and that's and that and that's how how I see a lot of things. If you're not going to say anything, then you must be o- okay with it. And if you don't say something when you have, and I and I have told a, a lot of my 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 friends is and 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 people know I cannot stand it. If you're not going to say anything when you have the opportunity, don't complain to me or or you know, excuse my my French, bitch and moan to me. After the fact, if you want to go complain to somebody else, do it. But me, I don't want to hear. If you, if someone, if we're in in, in a group and someone that we both know is pissing you off and they're there for you to take them to the side and say whatever, but you don't, don't get in the car with me later on or call me later up and say, yeah, you know, she's this. Well, you know what? She was there or he was there for you to say something. You didn't say it. I don't want to hear it. Bobby says to Blunt Ninja, in my previous relationship, I have been divorced like uh, seven years, so I'm not staying in my relationship. That is why I'm single forever. Hmm. Minnesota, thank you for the gift. So, Bobby, oh, see, Brina says, oh, hell no. I don't allow anyone to make their problem mine. Exactly. That's exhausting. Yes, it is. It's very exhausting. Um, so, Bobby, you're going to stay single because of 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 a bad re- relationship. And when you and when you say single, I mean, do you date? Do you go out, or you're just single? Okay, you you, you do go out. So, are you, so you're basing that your next relationship may be bad just because your other one didn't end in well and is that fair and not necessarily fair to whomever could be going out with you but is it are you being fair to yourself i'm not fair to, to myself so do you feel that you're you're missing out? Because I feel that people who, you know, again, stay silent out of fear or um, not necessarily fear. They, they just don't do certain things because of other things that have happened. Um, you're shortchanging yourself, especially when it comes to relationships. Rena says, Bobby, I have to be uh, have to be good to yourself. Others pick up on that and may take advantage of you. That is true. That is true. Very true. So, I mean, do you guys basically agree with what I'm saying, or you think I'm I'm being you know I'm off or? Hello, Salad. Hello, everyone. Um, Yeah, I just wanted to talk about, you know, why people don't like to do certain things. You know, you've kind of touched on it already, and I don't want to spout a bunch of cliches here, but, you know, crazy lady uh, touched on it. Um, You know, you touched on it when you were talking about, you know, walking across the street or the next door to your neighbors who dress differently and and have a different culture. it really comes down to she she mentioned it as well you know human nature 
we like our comfort zones. Change is hard, as that's an obvious one. And I think we tend to take comfort in our stereotypes and what we think we know. And it's not just about other cultures or other people. It's about a lot of things. Our comfort zones and stereotypes are kind of the same thing. And it takes a lot to, to joust us out of there. So I think when people contemplate change and nobody likes it because it requires effort and it requires doing things differently. And if you wanted to do things differently, you would have been doing them differently all along. Change generally in people's lives only comes from they reach a point where they can't continue that way anymore. And usually it's things that affect their daily lives. Like maybe it's I hit the snooze too often and I'm late for work and I'm about to get fired. I eat too much, I need to lose weight. I drink or smoke too much, I need to do that. They take on the changes that are going to affect, have an immediate effect, I think, on their daily lives. They can make a lot of excuses for not going across the <laughs> talk to their neighbor. And it's not because they're inferior to them or they don't like the way they pray or they dress, they tell themselves that's not an, it's not a germane issue to my life. Um, I don't, I don't, that's not going to move the needle in my life. I don't dislike those people, but I don't see how that's going to have an impact on my life. That's a change I don't want to make because I don't see the immediate results. Nothing tangible is going to come of it in my view. So I think we're very selective in terms of what we decide to change. And I think most people prefer to stay right in their, their comfort zone. It's ironic that there's so much information out there today that we could find out about any single topic we wanted to, yet we, we choose not to. And I think there's, a, there's an old saying out there that goes something like, you know, people don't believe lies or mistruths or half-truths because they, they have to. They do because they want to. So even though I may know that there's a, a source out there on the internet that I can verify this information and dissuade me of my, my beliefs, I choose not to do it because I don't want to know. If I find out for sure, I might have to change something. So I stay right where I am and nothing is ever you know, amiss because no one's going to call me on it. Someone's going to call me on my, on my weight gain if I drink too much, but no one's going to call me on the fact that I don't go across the street to speak to my neighbor who's of a different culture. So I think that's kind of some of the criteria we use to determine whether to change or not. Well, you know, uh, th thank you, Brina. Um, you know, Crucible, I understand what you're saying, but I also think that it's naive to think that people don't talk to their neighbors because of the way they look, because they are different. Well, I, I think is it, it is naive. I'm not saying that everyone does it. I'm not even saying that 20%, 10% of people do it. But I think that people do do it. I think that when people move into a neighborhood that is different from you that people are like oh well mm -hmm. oh oh i mean they 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 do it so mm -hmm. you may not you may not say anything out loud you may not go over across the street to 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 meet meet your neighbor hell you could go across the street to meet them just to be nosy you know whatever but i think it's naive to think that people don't that they're <clears throat> And their their antenna doesn't go up when someone is is different from, from them. Welcome, uh, uh, David and Alpha Mike uh, and Dose. Your formal welcome. Welcome. I agree with you because when I was growing up, we lived in a in an all all white neighborhood, and at some point, a um, an Arab family moved in across the street, and they were in the full 
garb, you know, the hinjab. I'm not sure what the terminology is, but they had all the traditional clothing and whatnot. And I, nobody from our family went over to speak to them. I, they, they seemed to be fairly, I'm not going to say isolated, but I don't recall other than other Arab families that would drive over to visit them. They were the only one in the neighborhood. I don't recall anybody going over there to talk to them. I don't recall any kind of, you know, housewarming or anything like that. And we were a fairly close knit neighborhood. So that that's a valid point. I can't tell you to this day why at least why we were kind of kids or teenagers, so we wouldn't have done it. But my parents, nobody in our immediate circle did it either. So Okay, but okay, but choice. let me ask this. Did that family have have, have children? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so you, you and your uh, your brothers and sisters couldn't have gone over to you know play play with them or ask them. Yeah. I mean, so so I, I, I'm just saying in terms of putting it on the parents, the kids also is like, why well, are we, you not we, saying something? Well, we spent a lot of time you know playing baseball and running around like that, and and these kids were not, as I recall, my my siblings may have gone over there. I can't remember, but. Um, they they did not take very quickly or or at all really to some of the American culture that they obviously were born in America but they didn't like to play baseball they didn't like to do a lot of the things that we as kids were doing they seemed more focused on their customs and and their culture and their tradition so I don't want to blame them for that but there was very little if any effort to assimilate now i don't know who the burden is on when somebody different moves into a neighborhood is it up to the neighbors to assimilate them or does the assimilation process belong to the people who just moved in it's probably a little of, of both but i recall them being very much to themselves and that may have given off a little bit of a don't approach us vibe we're you know, over here doing our own thing kind of thing. I can't say for sure. I don't want to just blame them because that's not fair. But I think the neighborhood kind of picked up on a on a on a cultural vibe that was sort of like, this probably isn't going to really work. And I'm, I'm sure some people next door they they had cordial conversations. I don't think we embraced them the way we embraced other people that moved in. Did we shun them? No. Did we embrace them? Definitely not. Okay, and you know, and that brings up uh, an, an interesting point because again you know, the fear of change. Someone different is moving into your neighborhood. Someone different is now sitting in the cubicle, you know, next next to you at at, at work. You know, um, uh, someone who, you know, looks different from you is now your, you know, your partner, whatever you are doing. You know, um, I think that mentally for a lot of people they may not have been shunned but you know you're not approaching them because they are different even if they were you know if, if, in your um uh situation crucible even if they were someone who was keeping to to themselves um you know i mean i don't know how many times uh hey hey chill welcome i don't know how many times i have been been, been places where i've been the only one and you know I don't think I'm giving off a, a vibe or anything because I think I'm a I'm a fairly, you know, outgoing person in terms of hey, what's up? I mean, I will speak to, to, to anybody. But there are situations where I've been in, it's like, okay, you know, you do what you hear you're here to do, and that's it, because the people around you are giving off this vibe like, what are you doing here? You know, so you know, again, it's you know, it's that fear of 
someone different walk, walk, walking in or, 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 a, or a new thing that is happening and, you know, or instead of doing it this way, we're going to do it this way. Well, 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 wait, we're supposed to do it like this. We're supposed to do it like this. Well, no, now something has happened to switch the, 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 the things up. So how open are, are you or are we? How open are we to accepting that change? How open are we to, to go and reach out that helping hand or whatever? And if, if that hand gets shunned, okay, then, 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 then we, we know. But do you at least make the effort? Hey, Mr. A, welcome. I think back when this was taking place, this was quite a long time ago, and I don't know um, specifically. I think we may have been in a little bit of a, um, a thing with Saudi Arabia. I don't know if it was an oil embargo or a gas thing or whatnot, but that particular um, ethnic group at the time, I think we're having, we were having some difficulties with their home country. And I'm not going to... Um, savage the generations back when I'm that I'm referring to but there there was a lot of um I'm generalizing so uh mm -hmm. racial intolerance um a lot of bigotry and again it, it, it's not necessarily that it was an uh, overt bigotry where people were throwing eggs at their house or doing anything like that it was just a quiet um disassociation you know where there was no there was and so I don't want to blame external global factors on that particular thing. But I do know that that people made a point of saying they got a lot of nerve moving into this neighborhood, you know, given what they're trying to do to this country and oil prices and gas prices and whatnot. So that was a little bit of a driver of it, but I don't think it was the whole, it was the whole thing. But I think intolerance was just a little bit more, I'm not going to say necessarily accepted. It wasn't talked about. People were not necessarily punished for it so i think it was a little bit easier to paper it over it wasn't quite and even with people did it you you talk about saying the quiet part out loud very few people are going to say well, wait a minute you don't even know these people they just moved in just because they have become they happen to come from a country that the united states is currently you know bickering with over something they don't have anything to do with that i mean and and some nobody did Nobody stood up. And I remember our, our parents standing around the driveway having a casual conversation about, you know, they shouldn't be in this neighborhood, not because of who they are, but because of what's going on in the world. And nobody stood up and said, hey, that's not right. So Okay, but it also okay, but it also goes back to what to what Crazily was saying is like no one wants to be that person that 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 stood up. Maybe some people did want to say something, but everyone is looking around at their other neighbor going, Well, if I say something, then they're gonna jump on me and say, Well, why this? You know, you know, who why 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 that? And then to say that nobody should should belong anywhere, whatever there's always gonna be something that is going on um, um in this world. And with the amount of people that we have in this country with so many different ethnicities, religions, cultures, languages, the way we dress, the food we eat, I mean, there's always going to be some, some, someone different. And we saw it on 9-11 after that happened. Anybody, I mean, anybody wearing a, um, a, a scarf on their head, especially if they were a woman, they, they, they were suspect. You know, you know, I mean, I was even, you know, well, what do you have? Have that scarf on because I'm cold, <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously. So it's like, who are we to say who belongs here and who doesn't when we've all done stuff that's 
just as bad. So with that, Chill, you're welcome. And then I'll, anybody else wants to say something? You're more than welcome. Chill. Hey, 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 Daddy Hoff, welcome. You ain't say hi to me like that. I did say hi to you like that. I don't believe so. Hey, y'all. Uh, <laughs> what's hey, happening, hey, everybody? Hey, Chill, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well, and yourself? <laughs> I am. I'm doing well. Mm, thank you. <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the scars on your head. I don't think they was. Come on now. Yeah, I don't know about that. But I didn't wear scars on my head. I wore do rags. They were standing away from my black ass a long time ago, before nine eleven. <laughs> but um, in general, I f I felt like you were speaking about in reference to. You kind of switched it up on me, so I'm a little bit confused. So when you came to me, I wasn't really prepared because you kind of switched it up. The the topic I thought was something different. No, I mean it's no, that. it's no. Well, <laughs> it's just outing fear of, of 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 change. So whatever you want to say, just 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 go, go ahead and say it. Yeah, 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 got you, got you. I thought okay, cool. In general, people, I mean that's that's the thing, right? People get scared now, or what they don't understand, right? And so of course, it's not going to be easy to. You gotta be a certain type of person to be ready just for change overnight. No one's gonna just be like, all right, hey, hey here, here's the change. Let me just adapt to it. Especially if you're comfortable within your realm. Or even sometimes if you're not comfortable, it's, it may be the, the messenger or the person where it's coming from. You may know their intentions. You, business, you just might not like them, right? And so you're not gonna necessarily change, um, period, for anybody who comes in a culture. I know you mentioned the, like you know changing and, and somebody coming along and, and invoking change for good or bad reasons. It doesn't even matter. You just people are uncomfortable. People hate it. You know what I mean? I got to do something different. Change my morning routine, or you know, or my breaks are shorter, or you know, if it's inconveniencing me to some degree, people always fight back against change until they see the benefits of it. And then that, then at, then at that point, it's like okay, well, you know, or they just leave. You know, so that that's always that. <laughs> but yeah. Well, I mean, change though doesn't come overnight. It's not like you wake up one day and and you know, all of a sudden, you know, there's this huge change. Changes a lot of change that happens is a gradual thing that people see. It could be something that's gradually happening over years, years or whatever. But, you know, one day somebody, somebody may get on TV or get on a soapbox and make a, a you know, give us give a speech about it. And all of a sudden you're looking around going, well, wait, well, yeah, you know, this, whatever. But change very rarely happens overnight. So do you disagree with I, that? I, you, I, no, I, I disagree with that. I mean, some change, of course, change happens overnight, you know, in the holistic sense, depending on what you're talking about, but overall. I think that bother us. I'm thinking about the things that like really invoke a um, an emotional response are typically things that that's drop at your doorstep. You know what I'm saying? Abortion overnight being passed, or uh, you know, or lack thereof being passed in, in one fell swoop, or like yeah, you said, that's your job, but, or some okay, type of culture but, change. All right, like this still. But even for something like um. Uh, abortion that wasn't overnight this, it's been talked about for for years about overturning it so when it happened <clears throat> were people really but it's overnight though still but it but it's something that has been discussed it's, it's not like it was never talked about all of a sudden you know they, they they made the law and boom it happened 
this is something that has been who on was the discussing table. People have been talking about overturning Roe for who years. People? The government, um, society, it has been talked about. It has been in the news. I mean, it has been talked about for years. The argument of abortion, but overturning it, I'm not quite sure that the I, normal average person mm, would know that. You know I, have, I have, yeah, okay, I, I, I disagree, but, oh, but okay. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry for for, for interrupting. Yeah, uh, but I mean, in general, whether it's 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 slow, like you can hear that you're about to get a new boss, or you can. Right, how about this? You knew you was about to get fired the past year. When they fire your ass, it just, that, that don't make it no difference. Don't make it no, are you prepared for it? You know what I'm saying? Are you, so, I mean, typically change happens, and then you got to adjust to it. That ultimate change. You're going to hear it. You're hearing something in an actual, being in that situation yeah, is you had it's completely different. That's, that is uh, what I, that, right, <laughs> crazy. That's exactly I don't, what, I don't, what I'm but saying. But I don't get what what the, what's the significance in, 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 in that going like, with it, though. Like, okay, the sky is blue, and then, like, we wake up tomorrow, and, oh, my God, the sky is, like, um, I don't know, uh, purple. Well, I'd rather it be a surprise on my doorstep. Purple sky instead of a but I'd rather sky. be a surprise on my doorsteps at times for a certain change. Is somebody, is somebody I'd rather, so, I mean, as the simplest form, somebody can have about to punch in your fucking face and, you know, have them be like, oh, wow, like, man, I, don't, I don't want that anticipation. Just do it. Get it over with. Don't right. tell me. You know what I'm saying? Like a shot. You know what I'm saying? Certain certain changes is, I'm I'm okay. This just hit me with it. I'd rather have it than you telling me like, all right, yeah, this is gonna be this, and then then move it back. And okay, you can get prepared. Try to get prepared for it, but how how prepared can you be? And but how stressed you, okay, can you be during right, that time? Right, but you're not going to be. But it's not like you're being blindsided that I that I that I didn't tell you. And I'm going to come back to that, Jill, but let me just, let, let me catch up on, on this for a minute. Um, Alpha says, people were hating on Asians because they think Asians um, were trying to kill us with COVID, yet we still eat Chinese food. Um, Crazy Lady says, we need to be like the flowers. You don't see roses fighting, fighting the uh, daisies. Um, Alpha says, Crazy Lady, that's because roses have thorns. They'll, they'll, They'll mess with those <laughs> daisies. I, I'm trying to keep cursing off of my show, y'all. Um, and <laughs> crazy, see, they don't fight. Uh, Alba says, don't get me started on the Venus flytrap. Um, it will chomp your uh, butts off. Uh, and crazy lady, I was talking about your in interrogation that people said that you in interrogate people. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, at first I was hurt by then. I realized I'm a person who feel, feel like that. Okay. So, you know, I mean, chill. When you said, okay, if you're warned about something, and Crucible, I'm going to use one of the conversations that we, we had. Um, I'm one of those people where I tell people up front, I don't like this. I don't like this. I'm not going to do this. Don't ask me this, whatever. I'm somebody that if you've asked me a question, I will give you a direct answer. I don't like beating around the bush. It's a waste of time. I don't like other people beating around the bush. And Crucible and I were talking about it one day, and he said, but I didn't think that you actually that you actually you actually meant it. Well, if I don't, I don't mean, I mean, I don't, if I don't mean something, I don't, I don't say it. Um, so chill, and I say that to say for you, 
if somebody is warning you or saying this is going to happen, you're going to lose your job. We have a new boss and within a year, you're going to lose your job. You better believe that me, I don't, I can't speak for other people, but for me, I'm going to start looking for another job or some other in income because I know that somewhere down the pipe, it is going to happen. So when it happens, yeah, will I be pissed? Probably, but you told me. So it's not like I'm going to be left out um, um, in the wind, not having any income, not knowing anywhere to go. If people say, if your landlord says, I am selling my house, you have to move in September and it's February, I'm not going to wait until August 15th to start packing up and looking for someplace else to live. You told me that you were selling the house in, in September and it's February. I'm going to start looking. But that's just me. That's funny. So to say that, but but to say that people are not, you know, that people are caught by surprise, they aren't. You were told. You just chose not to listen. Oh, no, no. I, I, I never said anything about being caught by surprise. I think that's a moot point when it, when it comes to change, being caught by surprise or not. It, some Like I said, sometimes being caught by surprise, you adapt a little bit better because the anticipation of somebody telling you something bad is about to happen is the stress. That, that's, a, that's a stressful situation more than anything. Right, but don't so you especially think if you don't know if they're telling the truth you? or not. But but especially, you... hold on. Especially, especially if you don't know if they're telling the truth or not. Some people don't know that if you're telling the truth, especially if you've been telling me that this change has been coming over time. So, for instance, like um, in the government sector, you know, furlough, furlough is people talk about furlough, people talk about layoffs. But they've been talking about that last for the last three years. Like you said, they're talking about abortion for I don't know how long, but it hasn't came yet. So you don't know what's going to be there at, at, at foot. So that's stressful. Of course, you can be trying to prepare for a plan B, but you you like your plan A. And just going through that process, just because you hear about it, don't make it any easier. No, and, and Sometimes I, it makes it harder. harder and, so, and, and I understand that, but I'm saying, but let's, 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 let's take, take Roe. When Roe, people have been talking about it for, for, for years. And then when it was talked about that it was going to go before, before the court, me, I, I knew it was going, going, going to be, be, be overturned. There was no way that it wasn't. Okay. Um, and I think a lot of other people did, 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 did too. Um, so were a lot of people surprised? No, I think a lot of people were pissed. But were they sur sur surprised? No, the element of surprise wasn't there because they knew that this was going to go go up be, be before the court. They knew it's been talked about for years and they knew that there's a possibility it could go yay or nay. So either way, was it a surprise? No. Um, but uh, yeah, I, 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 I think, think I'm, I'm missing what I'm saying. I don't so, a surprise elements have any that have anything to do with change in reference to how you adapt to it or if you like it or if it hurts or if it's better i don't i think it's gonna be worse what you, your point is you're speaking against your point because i think it can be worse the anticipation the preparation the fact that you can lose that makes it stressful i think it, it can be work depending upon how you look at it how you process it i think it can be be worse right but in general just just going from once hey i'm about my wife i'm you're my wife. I'm about to leave you. 
it's nothing about it. Yeah, I don't want I don't want this to happen. I know it's about to happen, but I, that don't mean I'm comfortable with it happening. It's still gonna happen like one day. I knew the right, day was but, coming. But, right, but you but okay, you may not be comfortable with it, you may not like it, but like you just said, you knew that that, that day was coming. So you were somewhat prepared that you got a warning, you my husband's going to leave me, my wife's gonna leave me. Well, I, how can you be prepared for that? You can you you can't really be prepared for that, is what I'm saying. Some things you just cannot be prepared for to go through emotionally it's going to do it just because you know something coming don't mean you can prepare for it is what i'm saying because that's you can't be okay, prepared and, for that. And, okay and i understand what you're saying but i'm but i'm also saying it, it also depends upon the person my husband said to me that you know we're not getting a a along this marriage isn't working you know i think that that you know we should get the divorced or whatever and i see that work. that this is you know going you know th this relationship just isn't working and all mm -hmm. of a sudden he came to me and he and he had divorce papers would i be shocked no because he told me and plus mm -hmm. you kind of see the writing on the wall i all it from, okay Michelle, mm -hmm. let's put it like this i can only speak for myself i mm -hmm. believe that how you process things so people process things differently for, for me if you're telling me something you could be lying to me, yes, but if you're telling me this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on, I'm gonna err on the side of well, she told right. this, she right. told me this, so there's that possibility, and and if you don't do it, then I'll be pleasantly surprised or whatever. But but for me, when people tell me things, I'm I'm gonna take them seriously. Mm. Well, I mean, sometimes you will, and sometimes you won't. Yeah, you, I know you know people who that talk stuff all the time. You know that one person that's talking about they're gonna leave their job all the time and they be there every single Monday, still complaining. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. It depends on the situation, like you said. It does, does depend on the situation, but overall, that change. I'm just speaking to the change. I ain't talking about nothing else besides that. It's hard whether you're going through it and you expect it or not. Sometimes it's easier when you're not expecting it, but but I don't like anticipation. So I, I like fair warning. But at still the same time, I like I, I'll get I'll just quit the job just the thought that I know I could get fired sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Especially, you know, just because I don't want to be in that that no, that, I mean, that limbo and, state. Right. You know? And and I and I understand <clears throat> it. I'm just saying that people process things differently. What one person will 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 react one way, another person will re react another way. And I'm going to uh, go on to Crazy Lady because you put some things in here uh, about your father and and Scott. Plus, I know you want to uh, reply to a few things that, that, that Jill was saying. Crazy Lady? Are you there? Sorry, I was, I was multitasking. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, like Scott, I mean, we've talked like since my dad died, obviously. Uh, Scott, he said he he thinks he would have been way more prepared if Dad told him when Dad told me two years beforehand, rather than four months. You know, uh, did it change things? Oh yeah, changed things dramatically for Scott. You know, so I mean, it, it, but for the most part, humans really don't like change because it's you know out of the comfort zone. Um, as for the people living across the street. I, I don't know. See, I, I always felt like we were those weird neighbors that moved into people's. But like, if anybody ever moved in new to our neighborhood, my dad, you know, told us, "Hey, go see if they got any kids. If they got kids, you know, go find out where they're from." You know, and we were always encouraged to embrace other cultures and you know, find out new things because 
we're all humans, you know. Expose them to our culture. That would say, hey, expose them to your world, and they'll expose you to theirs. Mm -hmm. And between the two of them, you guys will come up with a whole new world all by yourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, crazy lady, then, uh, welcome, uh, David. I'll, I'll pass you, you, you the mic in a moment. Um, so, crazy lady, let, let me ask, ask this. Do you think that when people are dying, that say you have a family member who's dying of cancer and they're in the hospital or they're not um or what whatever ailment they have they have but they are dying you have the people who are prepared for it and then you have the people who you all found out at the same time again how you process it some people are prepared for it, so when it happens they you know they're they're prepared other people, you all all found out the same time. They're still shocked. So isn't it how you process things? Yeah, it is. It is how you process things. Um, and then a lot of times, like, you think you'll process something one way, but when it, like, happens, it totally doesn't go down the way that you thought it would. you'd process something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, okay. it, you know, yeah. All right. David, welcome. Hi, what's going on? Nothing much, just having a little chit chat here. Yeah, I've been listening in. <clears throat> I think that um, as far as what you were just talking about, um, I don't think you process because the reason I say that is because from the initial time that my wife was told that she had a rare form of lupus in London, and was only given two years to live, that's the initial shock that this person that you think is forever will be no more after two years. So now the musician and the composer has now to provide the same lifestyle for her plus medical care, but I have to do it not in Europe, but in Memphis, Tennessee. Well, jazz musicians and jazz composers don't get along with blues musicians at all. You see, so Memphis is on the Chitlin Trail, so to speak. So now I have to figure out how am I going to do this going from Memphis to New Orleans? And it worked for six months, maybe. But then as she got sicker, my circle of finance then opportunities became smaller. Now, don't get me wrong, I didn't fall, I did it, thankfully, by a friend of mine, a friend of hers getting thrown out of her apartment and living with us, so that meant that I could go to L.A. and New York and Detroit, because now I got someone to watch her. But through all of that, the back and forth to the hospital, all the rest of this, see, you don't process the end, because you're too busy living the reality right now. But it was that Christmas Eve in 2001 when she drew her last breath. And here comes another reality. See, I could have processed it, but I didn't think about processing it because I was too busy from day to day. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, so th that, you know, if I, I didn't have time to sit and think, well, what is this life going to be like without her? Because but, I was too busy trying to make her as comfortable as possible. But, okay, but let me ask, ask this. But 
would you say that every situation is different? Of course. Okay, so people may have been ready for the end. They could have been mentally preparing themselves for the end while they're still trying to live in the present of what's going on. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And that's going to depend on their lifestyle. If they are at the office or whatever, and you're going back and forth. In other words, you, you have this structured lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, you have time to mentally prepare and all the rest of this stuff and think about it. But if you live the life of a musician, it's life on the fly. One night, Detroit, one night only. Then it's one band. Now, okay, next up, L.A., well, here's another set of music, here's another band, you know, or here's another artist you're playing with. Well, you're just filling in. Well, next stop, New York. You see what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. that constant moving, that unstructured thing that kind of forces you not to actually process and prepare for that either. Okay. All right. Okay. Understood. But what you're saying is absolutely right. Yeah. If you, if you have a structured lifestyle then yeah, you have time to sit and think and prepare for that even. But if you don't, it's just one phase right after another. Okay. All right. I that that is fair. That's another way to 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 think of it. So uh I'm gonna go to Cruz, but we haven't heard heard from him in a while. So uh you've been listening to this, uh looking at the chat. Um you wanna add anything and david i'm going to 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 mute you for a bit um uh crucible you want to add anything yeah i think change is one of those interesting words that um we tend to like in theory but in practice we have a whole different relationship with it change is really one of those things that other people should do um we if we can find if we can figure out a way to change the situation without us having to change it then that's going to be our first choice but uh, as somebody mentioned it in the chat, or maybe somebody was on the panel, I forget, but, you know, ironically, we, when change is forced on us, sometimes it turns out to be one of the best things that ever happened to us. Yet, when the next opportunity to change, and, and granted, the, the, the topic will be different, it will be in a different area of your life, it's not always going to be the same, same thing. When we go to try, try to make another change, whatever it is, we resist it all over again. And we fail to recall the positive things that came out of the last change we had to do, as hard as it might have been. We somehow get a um, a flawed memory, and we only remember how difficult change is. We don't remember always how positive the outcome was. So we don't seem to learn in a positive way the benefits of change. It has to be forced on us time after time after time, even though ultimately it turns out to be a good thing. I've tried to be a little bit more embracing of change. It's not an easy thing. As I've gotten older, I've tried to say, okay, maybe you need to look at things a little bit differently. And I have, and it has been beneficial. So I've tried to learn from the positive things that have come from change, but I still find myself falling right back into the same thing. Is there another way to go about this that doesn't inconvenience me to the extent that actual change will. So I think our first choice is always gonna to be to put it off on somebody else to make the change, but ultimately it rests, it rests with us. Okay, so Crucible, do you think that no matter what the change is, be it um, laws, um, death, 
um, a new relationship, a new house, new neighbors, whatever, that a lot of change that we resent, or not, I don't even say want to resent, a lot of change that we don't like or we fear is out of fear. No question about it. Everything is, I shouldn't say everything, but I'd say 90 some percent of what prevents us from making change is the fear. And that's where the irony comes in. Once we've overcome that fear and made the change, and it wasn't as bad as we thought, we still face that same tall wall the next time we have to make a change. So I think it's always out of fear. Um, why, why go to something you don't know when you're already enjoying something that you do know? Like I said, it's forced upon us. We, we, we go down that same path as long as we can. And until reality smacks us in the head and we realize we can't go any farther this way, that's when we make the change. Very few people have the discipline or the willpower to initiate it on their own. Usually it's an event-driven kind of a, a, a thing. And we all, we all are resistant to it because we are afraid of what we don't know. So do you think that, um, well, okay. Okay. You've, you, you've answered my, my question. I won't ask the next one. Okay. Uh, chill. Yeah, I'm here. Um, so yeah, so basically in reference to, uh, I think, uh, David had a point that I, I wanted to make, but I just didn't want to go there because actually it was such a, that might've been too personal, but he, I mean, he explained it. Like I, I really wanted to kind of touch on it. Um, as far as in some reference to somebody, you know, passing away and uh, my condolences completely. Uh, I like to see your music too, bro. I like, I see where you play, man. I got to look you up. Yeah. Give me some Instagrams or Facebooks or something. Um, but, uh, for the most part, I, that's what I meant by it. it's hard. You can't be ready for certain things. You just can't be ready for it. No matter what you think coming, what, it hits you, it hits you. You know what I'm saying? If you're out on the street, like, um, it was funny you said that that with the houses because that actually was a person that I know. I know for two years that this lady was about to sell a, um, not sell a house, move into the house that they're residing in now. This is a two-family home, and she, I think she wants to gut it and make it a one, or whatever. She wants to move back in her house because she wants to retire and give the, the big house to, like, her family or something. And so she's going to move. She's going to consolidate. And this person knew for her tenant for two years knew. And um, the person upstairs I know very well, they called me, and they're talking about how sad they was for the per the, the guy. And I'm like, well, you know, he, he kind of knew, like you said. But at the end of the day, when he gets put out and gets evicted, when you know, whether he has prepared or not. He, I don't think he thought it was coming. So, you know, I don't know if that's good or bad, regardless of whether you know it's coming, and you, especially when you don't prepare. <laughs> especially when you, you know it's coming, you still just, like, you fight it, like, with the hope. You fight it with hope <laughs> and prayer. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, let's get to now, now he's on the, now he's in the streets. Now, now what you going to do? You should have hoped in prayer you got up and got a job uh, two years ago and, 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 and saved up money, but he didn't. And so Jill, I don't know. That, I just think it's rough. That, I just think it's rough. And and that's that's what I'm talking about. If 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 you know something's coming, if something is being, especially if, if you are told, if if you're told that this is going to happen, you may not want to believe it. You may think whatever, but you you're, you you are told. I am going to sell my house. I'm moving back in. Blah 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 blah. I'm doing it on this day, and you're talking a two-year advance notice, and you don't do anything. 
Come on. This, can this can I part. feel sorry for somebody like that? And this is the no. part, though. Like, this man is already behind on rent. So he's fighting it. Like, you already, like, like four months behind on rent. So she let him save up another two months. So you got, you're supposed to have, like, six months of rent. That's, I just I know it's neither here nor there, but this is an unbelievable situation. I was like, man, and he got his daughter living with him, like, but the dad has a baby. Like, man, what are you doing? Well, again, you know, if you're told, if somebody tells me something, I'm going to err on the side of, of this is what yeah, you're telling me. You on- I'm, I'm going to believe it and, and, you know, so. Uh, David, you want to add anything else? Let me um, unmute you. Okay, you want to add anything um, else, David? Well, chill. Thanks for the condolences. Um, yeah, there's a link on my um, podcast webpage um, uh, about the newsletter, the blog, all the rest of this. So you can. Pretty much find most of that stuff there, um, and then plus the books and stuff that's on Amazon, you can find it. Um, it's 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 all about how you handle change, and change is going to come in one or two ways. It's either going to come fast or it's going to come slow. But now it's your perspective of. You can see anything before it gets to you, but his your perspective is if you're going to believe that this is going to happen, or like Chill said, what are you what are you doing? Praying for hope? You've already you already know this is going to happen. Or so why would you why would you not prepare yourself? But then there's that sudden thing too, because like I said, in the back of my mind, yeah, I knew she was she was dying, but you couldn't tell that by the way she lived. But it's this thing when you when that event happens, that's that void where there's no air, nothing, that emptiness. You're never going to be able to prepare for that event, and it doesn't matter. It could be someone's wife. It could be just anything is when the event is his the dynamics of the event itself that throws you off balance. It doesn't have to be the death of someone. It could just be a sudden change. You owe the IRS. But OK, but let's talk about the the. Let's see. Did he get cut off? It sounded like it did. Uh, didn't it? Yeah, it sound, yeah, it sound like. Uh, are you in? Are you here, David? Are you? Did you get a phone call? Okay, he, he just yeah, he probably didn't get a phone Um, Okay, so I want to bring up something David just said. You know, you know you owe the IRS. That's not sudden. That's something that you know. You've known that you've owed the IRS for whatever. So you shouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden they're garnishing your your wages or whatever they do or coming to sell sell your stuff. You knew that you, you, you owe them. You know... If you're behind in 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 your mortgage or your rent, so you know, chill to what you're saying, you know, so you know if you get evicted or you get that foreclosure notice, whatever, um, the surprise may come that you personally were not paying attention and did not take this seriously, so you are surprised. But you knew, 
And again, I don't believe that change is overnight. There are some things where, you know, you you wake up, you know, uh, uh, in the morning and your mother and father have moved the furniture, the sofa is now sitting up against the wall instead of over, you know, by, um, by the window. That's overnight. But for most things in life, I truly believe this. We have a heads up of some kind. And I still going to use the word process. How we process it is, is on us. If we don't pay attention to it, if we choose to ignore it, if we choose to do this or whatever, I just think that we are we all have a heads up of things that are going to happen. And when they do, we can get upset. I find a lot of people are getting up, they get upset, but they shouldn't be surprised. That's my, my, my saying. And then when it comes to a lot of change, a lot of people don't want change because out of fear fear of losing their job, fear of a new law, fear of someone in in political office, fear of your teacher, fear of whatever, fear of your mom and dad getting remarried, who, what is my stepmom or stepdad going to be about, you know, just anything. So having said that, um, I'm going to start to shut it down. So Crucible, any last words? Yeah, I think this was a really good topic. I think you know, change should not be viewed as a sinister thing that it is. We tend to like where we are, it's our comfort zone, but I don't think there's anything wrong with being forced to make a change. And even though in what David said and chill, even if you know a change is coming, you still have to go through it. So preparation is certainly part of it, but it's, it's um, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a slog. Life is a slog and we're, um, we're duty bound, I guess, through no other choice but survival to make changes as hard as it is. But in the end, I think um, left to our own devices, we would prefer to keep the status quo. But life has a way of smacking us and telling us, no, don't stick with the status quo. There are better things coming and we have to be dragged into it. But as long as we go, I think that's all that matters. So anyway, it was a great topic, fascinating subject. I love the topic of change. It can mean so many things to different people. Yes, it can. And Crucible Crazy Lady says, I was going to disagree with Crucible, but then I thought for a sec, and darn, is this a valid argument? And uh, let me catch up on these. Uh, Jill, I am coming to you. And she says, uh, and your fairy godmother isn't going to float down and go poop. Uh, Dad used to say, there are always reasons for the way things are. There are. Juju says, we all have the ability to be in tune as to what is going to happen true crazy says if you're not in if you're not intelligent enough to see or acknowledge that well good luck and let me know how that works out for you good good point so chill any last words of wisdom you would like to say uh, uh yeah real quick like i one, one of my uh one of the most famous quarterbacks in the nfl was pain and pain manny right and he was really he just bought it for like his big thing was preparation like before the snap he could read the snap and know what you're doing before it hand but the thing is, is that Baltimore, Baltimore had one of the greatest defenses ever. Ray Lewis, they would not disguise. They would not. They they didn't let him get prepared. They gave him something he didn't know after the ball was snapped, and when that he was bad at adapting. So that's why they were so good against him because they didn't tip their hand. And so my thing is in life in general. Of course, you're gonna try to get prepared, but how do you adapt when things when you're actually going? Who who are you? that person you are while you're going through that that change or that whether it's good or bad who are can you adapt 
and, and who do you become? That's very important to me because that's one of the keys to life. You know, when things are going bad, who 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 can you maintain that your you know your morality or whatever whoever you are or profess to be? Um, and maybe if you get rich, can you still stay humble? You know what I mean? Something good happens. So whatever the case may be, that's that's living. So I don't think it's a bad thing. That's living. And sometimes we need to be. I mean, I feel like when we stop living, is that's when you obviously obviously the opposite is dying. So I will always have anybody. You know, I will always employ anybody to to, to always be able to be ready to adapt to change, and whether you ready for it or not, whether it's comfortable or not, just learn how to face up and like you know it's time to go. Let's let's go. You know, let's just just adapt. Okay. And Mr. B, welcome. And I would like to share something with you with you guys today on my way home. I was um, uh, changing free, freeways and I was on the, you know, how you are merging onto another freeway and you have that like circle you, you go around. Well, um, it was kind of back, backed up. And um, I was like, okay, is there an accident, whatever. But then I saw there was this guy who had, his car was on the side of, of the road, but not really. He was still kind of blocking the 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 lane, but not really. So when, when he kept trying, he kept pointing to his his car. And I saw that he was trying to get people to, to pass, to, to, to pull over. So I'm coming up to him and you know, every car kept passing him and I'm coming up to him. And he's like, you know, he's, and I, and I start to slow down. He's looking at me. He goes, I need help. I need help, whatever. I'm like, do I stop? Do I not stop? Do I not stop? I pull over and I'm saying to myself, okay, I might get killed. I might get shot, but maybe not. I'm trying to size this, this guy up, whatever. So um, I get out the car, have my phone with me. I'm locking my, my doors, whatever. Um, and he says, thank you. I have been uh, here for um, over an hour. No one would, would, would stop. I want to call my dad. He uh, owns a mechanic shop and he has a, a tow truck. All I want to do is call my dad to pick me up. I'm like, okay, do I give him my phone? Is he going to steal my phone? <laughs> so I'm still thinking about this. I give him my phone. He calls his, his father. And uh, he goes, thank you so much. And I said, are you going to be okay? And then I look and I see he has two little kids, you know, kids in, in the car and whatever. And he's like, yeah, I got to get my car off the side of the road, whatever. So um, um, I said, well, you should probably leave it here until your father comes. Everyone else can 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 pass by, whatever. So I'm staying there and I'm talking to him. And, and he was just saying, you know, so many people just passing me by and they wouldn't stop. They wouldn't stop. They wouldn't stop. So while I'm talking to him, the father shows up and, you know, he said, my father's going to be, be, be right here. He isn't, he, he's not far. And his father gets out of the car. He's yelling at him. I told you to have your, um, your, um, what do you call it? Your adapter uh, with you so you can charge your phone and blah, 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 blah. And the father's like, thank you so much for helping my, my son. Thank you so much for helping my son. You know, that man gave me $500. Holy moly. He gave me $500 cash. And he says, this is for helping my son. Everyone else just left him here, but you made the choice to stop. And what made me stop was I kept looking at him because I kept saying to myself, what if it was me? What if it was my husband? You know, you know, what if it was my son, whatever? 
Um, and I kept thinking, oh, oh, you know, am I going to get shot? Am I, gonna, I mean, this is this is like, you know, probably an hour and a half before the show. You know, and I, I'm I'm thinking, you know, how long is this going to take? Am I going to be late? Da 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 da. I'm, you know, so um, so yeah, he gave me five hundred dollars cash, and I was like, and of course I, I did say I'm sorry, I can't accept this. He goes, no, no, you. He was adamant. You help my son, and he goes, most people wouldn't, and I knew what he meant because his son was Iranian, Middle Eastern, whatever, and. I wasn't looking at that. I was mainly like, I don't care if he was black, white, purple, brown. Am I gonna get my car stolen? Am I gonna die? <laughs> you know. But at the same time, I saw that he was in, he he needed help, and and he said that he had been out there for over an hour, and his and his phone uh, died. You know, whatever. So, yeah. And then I saw that he had two uh, two, two 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 little kids in the car. So yes, Crucible, I am five hundred dollars richer today. Yeah, that's awesome. That's it. Awesome sounds story. like it was well earned. That's it. You know, so just, you know, and also just to say that, you know, yeah, fear, whatever. I was, you know, I was fearful, whatever, but you just never know. You can't judge people the way they look. You just can't because you never know because that good Samaritan could be coming right right around the bend in this case. So, but his, you know, I, I said, thank you, whatever. His father started hooking up his car. His son stopped the traffic so I can, you know, go and, and get out, whatever. And 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 that was it. But you know what? I think I think more more often, more times than not, that will happen. Nine times a ten, that's going to end up like that. I mean, you do have, and our problem is that we watch too much TV. We get like the 1% and the 1%. Which can be a thousand million, uh, you know, stories. But like we get on TV and we watch the news and it's, everything's negative. You know what I'm saying? So you don't get those positive stories, and and we so you're apprehensive. That's the that's probably the craziest thing is that you were because of the negativity in the world. And you know, not to say it never happens, but more than likely that's not going to happen. You know, and it's just that's just crazy. We got to think about that stuff nowadays because stuff is happening. But like, man. We can't even help people out no more because we worried about, you know, you can't be mad at other people for not helping because you got to understand their situation, too. They don't know if you're crazy or not, but still, like, man, that's crazy that we even got to think like that. Yeah, like, it that's is. That's just crazy. Yeah. It is. And and Brina said, that was so nice, solid year, better than me. I'd be shook. Uh, oh, that was so nice. Juju says, there are good people in this world, and you are one of them. I'm one of them sometimes, uh, Juju. <laughs> David says, one should be so lucky. Good for you. Uh, blessings. Well, can I that borrow was, them? That that was was a you know what? Now, now listen. Hey, everybody, hey, hold on, everybody. Hold on, everybody. You just heard her brag about how she was fine. I, I did not richer. brag. I did not brag. I was not, not bragging. Not, I feel but like I, you. Like I, I got $500. Honestly, you don't. I, I can honestly say, say this. That money is all of it is going to be deposited cash into my, into my into son's my... account. I don't oh think my gosh! Here you go. Here you go. Ain't nobody thinking about their kids right now. <laughs> I'm yeah. thinking about my kid. I can't think about my kid. Oh Lord. So oh and um and Brina also I passed your message on to Reagan. She said thank you so much, and she's um going to try to pop on a show, and she's actually going to do a a show with me. So, nice. but I did pass it on, and she said um, thank you. I I cut and pasted whatever, so she got the entire message, and she was extremely extremely 
um, grateful and she uh, sent me a message like, thank you, thank you, thank you. So that goes to you, Greta. Crazy lady. I was going to say that. No, no, Will. Uh, that money falls in the category of mad money, you know, because it's like mad money doesn't exist. And I even know all her mad money is going into uh, the, 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 the comic thing with her son. Yep. So, you know. yep. I, 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 I take care of my kid. Sorry, Chili. Chili Willie. I take care of my kid. Them kids don't come before me now. And then he, then he, then he, Chili has the nerve to put his cash app in there. I mean, seriously, this is, this is not, um, what is that, that, that app? Crazy lady, this is not. Um, come on, what's the app that everybody TikTok. go? This is not no GoFundMe. This is not a yeah, GoFundMe yeah, podcast. Yeah, just go ahead. You know. you, please, you know, you know what? Chill. Good night, of, good night, of hookers and booze. Come on now. <laughs> See, donate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Y'all can all donate. Uh, crazy lady, you need to give Chill a. Uh, and you know what? I think that would be a, think about a, a good show. Come crazy lady, yeah. would you consider doing a um a, a tarot a, a tarot? I always pronounce it incorrect. A tarot reading on a show. Like, yeah. would you would you have to see people, or could they? No, could, no, I can do it. I can do it without seeing you. Um, okay, so can you do it Thursday? Because I was trying to think of. I have some fun topics, but I wasn't sure. So, like, am I giving you the you the reading? Can we? No, I, I don't. I don't want my reading. Because oh. oh. <laughs> I do. Put your, pet, I do put your hand out. I don't. I don't. Uh-uh. I don't oh. like this. If I do a reading, I want it in 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 in, in private. Because you you may say something I, I that do, uh, I would do that for you though. Okay. All right. But with Thursday, one. would you want to do it on Thursday? Yeah. Okay. So everyone, our our Thursday fun will be a tarot reading from. From <laughs> the crazy lady, and you if you it. come in, I'll do, I'll do I'll do some one card or two part. You know, they're called like a like I can pull cards for like anybody that's right there in the chat. You know, um, I just have to like focus on them, and then you know they'll fall out. Okay, the more deep ones, I have you know I like to talk to the people a little bit, and you know I I never know what they're gonna get. Okay, so Brina is saying yay, you know, Carol Thursday. So Brina, then you have to be one of the people who Carol Tuesday. That no. rhymed better. Yeah, Carol Tuesday. That, that, that used to be my thing was Carol Tuesday. So. so would you be willing? And look, and, and look at me, you know, p- putting Brina on on the spot when I'm saying no, I'm I'm not going to do it, but. <laughs> Oh boy! You got, what you got to get prepared for to reading? Like you, you gotta, you ain't gotta, you gotta have like clothes. I don't. On. I, like no. I got, sometimes yeah, I be oiled up out the, the shower. Before the show, I do clear the air. You know, I just, I, I just like I clear the air, and then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so then yeah. Thursday you know, is going to be our. Well, to the big singing bowl, it gets really loud. Uh, um, well, well, Thursday will be Terrell Thursday. So, um, anybody who wants to volunteer, uh, so you said what two t- two people, crazy lady? You said two. Well, I mean, I some sometimes like I'll see someone and then like they'll get like a five card reading sometimes. All right, so I mean, so and should sometimes, we? Sometimes you know, like I'll do, like I'll start pulling cards for someone, and then they only get three cards. And it's like, okay, this is what they say. 
Okay, so I'm asking, are we limiting it to two or I, I'm no. asking you? Okay. No, All right. I'll just, you know, I'll show up. And... All right. Well, then, guys, that is what we are going to do Thursday. So that's going to be our Thursday fun. So other than that, guys, thank you all for coming. Crucible, Chill, Crazy Lady, David, and who am I else? Who, who am I missing? Was Who else was up here on the, uh, is that it? Who was up on the um, mic? But anyway, you guys, thank you for taking the mic. And everyone, as always, thank you for popping in Homestead. Handyman, Juju, David Hoff. Uh, Blunt Ninja was here, Frankie, Minnesota, Power Girl, Brina, as always. Thank you very much, Alpha Mike. All of you guys who popped in, I appreciate it so, so much. And Bobby. So on that note, guys, uh, and Mama Bear Tracy, uh, I'm going to take you out with something a little different. This is a little uh, shorter today. This is called, um, what is this called? Peace out, yo. This is called uh, Bye Chill. This is called uh, Sunrise Chill Out. Sunrise Chill Out. So, guys, thank you. Go where the wind takes you, wherever you are in the world. Enjoy the rest of your day and evening. Sound like me in the morning. <laughs> I like this. Happy Halloween, everybody, by the way. Happy Halloween to you, too, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I hope to see you tomorrow. Bye.